Plastic, the only horror vinyl soundtrack show on YouTube. Woo! Yeah, man. Okay, cool. So, this week we're doing a little personal favour of mine. Uh, fucking love it. Um, Hellraiser. 1987, directed by Clive Barker. Debut? Debut actual film. Yes. Not his first film. If you All right, know. okay. So he's done two before. Um, mm -hmm. He's done Underworld. Right. Don't know. Complete bollocks. <laughs> absolute, okay. absolute shit. Yeah. Um, and he's done another one called Rawhead Rex. Okay. But he didn't direct them. He sold the rights. Yeah. And let somebody else do them. Right, okay. He pissed all over his vision. So he right, thought... So. Fuck it, I'm going to do this one myself. Forget that one. Yeah. Um, went to the library. Never done a film before. <laughs> done loads of plays. He was a he was a, a really good playwright. One of his loads of theatre stuff in Liverpool. All right, okay. Um, did you know he's a local lad? Is he Liverpool? Yeah, scouser, mate. I did not know. Uh, I did not know that. My back as a scouser. There you go. Ooh. You know what I mean? um, loads of films, uh, loads, um, loads of plays and what have you. Mm. And obviously, books of blood. And all his early literary works, yeah. And then went into doing this as his, as his directorial debut type thing. Okay, Didn't yeah. have a clue. Didn't have a clue how to direct a film. Never done it before. Went to the library, see him <laughs> Got two books out. You oh. wouldn't even think no. that's his first film. Um, wow, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Got two books out the library. <laughs> yeah. Or went to the library to get like how to direct one on one. Oh my god! All right. Both of them, both of them were already out in the library, and he was like. Fucked. <laughs> oh no! Then, no! Just put his chops together. Come up with this absolutely magnificent piece of. I, I personally, I think it's iconic horror. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. do. Um, Nine eighty seven was it? Yeah. It, well, released eighty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, score by Christopher Young. Um, went on to do other things. He's done obviously Hellraiser two and what have you. Also done. You ever ever seen Trick or Treat? I have. Yeah, man. He did the score he, he for that. He did score for that. Oh, and they're right. all like the fast way heavy metal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sonny yeah. Kiss, Smash Bros. Die and all yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But he's done yeah. that. He also done Live and Obsolete 2. I like that one. Yeah. A lot of people hate that one. Oh, it's. I don't it's, mind it. Man. I like it, yeah, man. It's not the first, but, you know, yeah, that's that's another episode. It's 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 a good one. And his last horror movies that he's done were Sinister and The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which is all right. Crack a movie if you've never seen that uh, one, just give it a seen give it. Oh, it's so good. It's got yeah. Dex from um, Dexter in it. Oh, yeah. She plays Emily Rose. She's fucking mm. sore and everywhere and all that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Hellraiser, the cast is Ashley Lunch plays Kirsty. Was that introducing, wasn't it? Yeah. That was her first role. First, first, first movie. Role. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, she's one of the best ones in it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. Claire Higgins plays Julia. Um, Sean Chapman plays Frank. Yeah, brother Frank. It's Frank, the <laughs> deepest <laughs> voice ever. And um, yeah. Andrew Robinson plays Larry. Larry, the brother, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the brother. Yeah. You're, um, do you know who he is? Do you know what other iconic movie role he had? Oh no, Scorpio in Dirty Harry. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, roll, wow. roll, roll, roll your bones down the street. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Absolutely hell, brilliant. I didn't know that. Scorpio's one of the best villains. Yeah. Zodiac Killer one. Alright, oh, okay. Um Cenobites. <laughs> <laughs> Cenobites, obviously Pinhead, um, is played by Doug Bradley. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Vince plays the Chatterer. Simon Bamford is Butterball and a lady called Grace Kirby plays the female Cenobite. Yeah. All of his mates 
from uh, from the theatre school. Oh, are they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice um, info. Yeah, brilliant. Um, Nick Vince also went on to another one of Clyde Barker's films. Well, to be honest with you, him and Simon Bamford both went on to another one of his films. Yeah. Um, both went on to play characters in Lightbreed. All right. So yeah. Nick Vince played Kinski. If you've seen Lightbreed, it's the guy with the moonhead. Is Kinski? Uh, seen it a long time ago. Oh, I'm sure I'll be re- revisiting it. Revisiting it when we get to the soundtrack. Yeah, of course we will. Yes, of course. <laughs> and Sam Bamford also in Lightbreed played um, Onaka, who mm. was a little tiny part in it. He was like a skinhead fellow, looked like Jimmy Somerville. All right. And he had uh, pigeons around his neck for some strange reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, Hellraiser. Right. First time you seen it. First time I saw it. Ooh. I must have been, I must have been probably about ten, mm. and it was one of those. It was I had it on VHS, as you do, because that's what we had, because we're because we're old now, and it was one of them that I loved and watched it all the time, mm. over and over. Not not like continuously over and over, but you know when you get into horror when you're younger, you're like, oh, you're like Nightmare on Elm Street, you're like Friday Thirteenth, you're like uh, Halloween, obviously, and Hellraiser was in there. Mm. It was in that bunch. Were you around when it before it come out? Type thing. Because I'm a little older than you. You're a smidge older than me. I, oh, to be honest, it was just out. Yeah. So I don't remember it before. Yeah, yeah. And it was just out. Like, you know, oh, you're into horror. Oh, you'll like this. Yeah. Here's Hellraiser. Here's Friday the 13th. Here's blah, 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 you know. Uh, so I got on VHS and watched it. And I was like, ooh, I like this. And I don't I know why I liked it. I was chucked the words out of my mouth. <laughs> as, as, as a 13-year-old, 12, 10, 13-year-old kid. It's not something a, a 13-year-old kid would go, this is amazing. No, because it's not. Kill no. after kill after kill after kill. No. This big buff fucking fella with a spear or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's it's very... And watching it again last night for the first time, in, it must be 20 years, it must be, I'm like, this is shot really well. Yeah. And it's like, this doesn't... There's some acting that's a bit cheesy. Of course there is. You know, like the uh, the boyfriend with the fag in his mouth. But and he's like, right? yeah, but the, and, and he does it, and he just looks, just looks over at her, and she goes, "Oh, I'm a bit drunk." You know, um, I, I, she, I won't said, be able to stand off. So lie down. So lie down. You oh, just like, oh, like oh, no, fucking get out. You, you, you can't sit right there. You know what I mean? And you're going just lay down. You know what I mean? He's just honourable, honourable, He's a cheese, honourable man, cheese, isn't he? He's cheese. He's horrible. But there's other there's other things in the in the film, like you know when they're dragging the mattress through, and it's cut scenes of her her and Frank upstairs, and it's getting to the climactic moment, and he cuts his hand, and it's quite you know it's coming, and you always go oh, and he cuts his hand, and he goes oh, and then she goes back to obviously they've finished their business, and then it's a shot of him, and he goes, <laughs> this gets me, he goes. Julia. <laughs> who the fuck would? Who the fucking hell would be like? I've cut myself. Lisa. <laughs> You've just been on there like no fucking hands. Oh my fucking hands. Julia. Oh mate, he's was... a proper fucking wet blanket, isn't he? Oh yeah. yeah he walks yeah. in and he's all like, oh, I can't look at the oh the blood. Oh, oh I'm going to faint. But that's good because it makes him so. Different to Frank. So yeah, about you seeing it first time. Um, again, I, I keep on going on about this little video shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you found them. That's where little you found video shop, and he had um, he had the stand in the window. Oh, did he? If I'm standing there, yeah. like, in the box with and the uh, was, face. You know, like back in the day, like in Blockbuster, you used to get like the stands. Yeah. yeah. And I walked past. I was like on the shop for me, mum or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I walked past, and there was just this six foot fucking court out of pinhead like that. Wow. And it was just a 
didn't even say Hellraiser on it. Just mm-hmm. said, we'll sell your soul apart. Right. And that's all it was. And that was and it. And then remember in the 80s when they used to do like the fold down like posters yeah, around yeah. it and stuff, all that around it. And I just forgot what I was going to shop for. I just walked in <laughs> to the shop and I was like, Andy, what's this? <laughs> what is I this? I need it now. When's it coming in and can I have the standing? Mm. Swear to God. Did you get it? First time he, first time he come in, he reserved it for me. No way. I went in because I used to go to the video shop like yeah, yeah. every other night. My half fella worked away, my ma worked at the pub, so I was basically that kid sitting there just watching movies. movies. Did you get the fold out as well? Got the posters. Oh my god. Got the six in. Oh my six god. No way. Got everything, basically. Just ran home, video onto one arm, fucking standing under the other, and a big roll of posters. Have you still got it? I am absolutely gutted. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we done oh. with it? Was uh, one bonfire night. Oh no, no, you didn't. Oh, it looked amazing though, mate. It looked so good. Oh. So it was me and my mate Saif Roger and another couple of lads that, that, that we used to hang around with. Yeah. All into metal, all sitting there listening to like Morbid Angel or something like that. We had this big bonfire just like wigging out to death metal. Pinhead right in the middle of the night. Oh, oh no. mate, it looked so good. It but did. Now, gutted. Gutted. So. So oh. very good. And not because that's worth money, just because it's just the because item. It's the item. The, the, just, and just it's from then. It'd be oh. stuck behind me, mate. If it was if I still had it. It'd, it'd be, be there, there, yeah. It'd be there. That wouldn't have moved. Mate. But But it's, it's life in it. Come on with the video. Stuck it on. And the actual movie underwhelmed me. <laughs> yeah, I can see what you mean. Under very, very underwhelmed me. Mm. But I was completely and utterly transfixed by the Cenobites. Yeah. I thought they were the most Amazing monsters that without are, doing a, an awful lot, just the, standing there. Make just the design of it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. up until that point, we'd seen Michael Myers, mm. legend, yeah, Jason Voorhees, legend, mm-hmm. slashes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I can't see the face of stabbing people, and yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. These guys come in and they're like religious icons, yeah, yeah. They are literally stood there and pinhead, so like, he's just he's just fucking stealing, he's just yeah, yeah. stone, demons to some, oh, angels to others. Yeah. But he's polite with it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just, it, he's just a this statuesque. Is it for your eyes. You know what I mean? Statuesque figure. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And that is what made me love Hellraiser. Right, yeah. And yeah. therefore get into Clive Barker. Right. From and that. down. That was, a, that was a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if the camera can pick it up. Oh, collection of books. We've got a puzzle box right there. Absolutely yes. fantastic. So you have some trivia pieces? I do, little bits. Um, so everybody always knows that Pinhead wasn't meant to be called Pinhead because no. Clive Barr hated it. It was just an insult and it was kind of like New Line Cinema just needed to get a name. Originally, he was only ever cast as the lead Cenobite, but mm-hmm. originally from that, um, Clive Barr's going to say Joe Bradley, and Clive Barker <laughs> um, originally just called him Priest. Yeah. And in the book, it was never meant to be a bloke. All right. It was. It, she was a female. It was. It was completely androgynous. Right. So right. you never knew what it was meant to be. But if you ever read the book, it's it it it's a lady. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cenobite. Yeah. Never. Don't know. Don't know what that means. Don't know. It's not a made up word. It's not. So Cenobite means a member of a religious order. Really. Yeah. So, oh, well, shit, um, and the order that these guys are from mm. is the order of the gash. <laughs> I'm glad you laughed, because there's a tale to be told there. 
Order of the Shadow. So, okay. As you can see there, yeah, of yeah. the order of. Yeah. Yeah. So originally I had my pinhead tattoo. Right. Doug Bradley was signed across the top, it's all well covered up now. Oh, did, and it turned, yeah, did he sign it? Yeah, yeah. And it turned right. theologian of the Order of the Gash. Because that's what Pinhead was meant to be. He was right. meant to be, he was the one that, he's a theologian, he was like the, the mm. theologist of all yeah. this, this torture. Every fucking time I was in a boozer, somebody would come up to me and went, ah, you've got gash tattoos on you. <laughs> and after like 15 oh, years, I was no. just like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> go and read a fucking book, will you? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's, just go and fucking read the book. I've conceded it's basically just covered up now. Oh, right. um, so no but you, you met him and you got him to sign your own? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's amazing trivia. Met, met him loads of times. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, he's, on a, um, he's on a book called um, Behind the Mask, Doug Bradley, Behind the Mask. Yeah. And it was kind of like a history of um, horror actors that was behind the mask. Like, they were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's on it in some cinema in Liverpool. No way. And he was only about like 50 people there or something like that. Really? And he'd done this big, like... Q&A and it was just brilliant it was oh, really yeah. really good met him on um, when Hellraiser 3 come out Did you? in like the fucking city world on like Edge Lane or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it was just like Doug Bradley pissed out of his mind him and, was Ram- he? Him and Ramsey Campbell were there <laughs> and he just was like alright this is uh, I am Pinhead and this is Hellraiser 3 and he was just fucking welly the pair of them no way, just standing out um, like little little um what are they for be tense yeah yeah little spells yeah. of the movie Simon Sillian Clive Buff um, Doug Bradley no way brilliant mate that's brilliant that's really really nice fella yeah we went to um, we went to Chiller Theatre in New York mm-hmm. donkey's years ago and obviously I'm a scouser he's a scouser and he was like you from Liverpool he was like no yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like you come to watch the match tomorrow <laughs> So he said, yeah, and he, he said, "Come and meet me in some booze." And no way! Go, you could have gone and watched football with, with Pinhead. Severely hungover. Oh, I'm, I'm, to this day, I'm gutted. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not into footy. But you would have done but that. You know, like, I watched, I watched the match with Pinhead. It was brilliant, man. <laughs> um, Clive Barker originally, obviously, uh, the the book was called The Hellbound Heart. Um, calling this movie Hellraiser is not really in. Clive Barker's wheelhouse, no. if you will, because it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Originally, What's it about? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. Somebody that raises hell, well, it's not really, is no, it? No. It's more about what the original um, title was. Sadomasochists masochists from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> what a title! Absolutely brilliant. Amazing. So. Obviously, New Line fucked that off. Yeah, like, like, oh, that's no. just stupid. This sounds like Killer Tomatoes or something like yeah. that. So, everyone was working on um, what the title should be. Yeah, yeah. And there was this little cleaner lady in Pinewood that was going around on a tea lady or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd been watching the film going on. All right. You know this? I, I, I do know, yeah. yeah. But say it, it's brilliant. Um, it's brilliant. So, somebody turned out to her and she was like, I've got my idea for it. Um, what would what what would women do for a fuck <laughs> for a title of the film? <laughs> yeah, and it but it fits it. It's right, isn't it? You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, yeah. Because you got this woman that's gonna like beat the shit out of people, so Frank can get the blood, so yeah, yeah. he can get the skin back, so he can bomb this woman, be complete again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just go and go on a shagathon. Yeah. So, yeah, presents. Um, what presents do we have? So we have. 
Um, not as many as Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> no, definitely not. There, that is a lot of homework for that. Um, so silver screen back in nineteen eighty seven, obviously brought it out originally. Yeah. Um, just normal black vinyl. Uh, Japan, um, was brought out on Polydor again, right. just black vinyl. And then in twenty seventeen, Death Waltz resurrected it. Good old Death Waltz. Oh, man, we love Death Waltz. Do you know what? I didn't know anything about it. And then I right. just tweeted it. Like they were doing it was like the thirtieth anniversary when it came out. Right. And they were doing this really limited run of it. Okay. Like fucking stupid limited, like five hundred copies of it. Yeah. But they, they posted the picture of the artwork. The artwork's by um Ryan Tobin, I think his name is. Yeah. Um so the artwork is really this is the artwork ridiculous. for the twenty seventeen version. Oh don't, don't know whether you can see it, but it's absolutely phenomenal. It's just pinhead just in like cast in a blue light. Um, it's a gay fold, so there's your back. Just the chains the go from the from the yeah. front. So oh, if you open you open it out. You can see the chains going from the back of Pinhead. Um, the inside gay fold is the attic scene from I, Hellraiser. I never knew it was that. That's the first time I've seen no? that. That's the first time yeah. I've seen the in inside. So good, man. So it's like the attic scene from where they first appeared in oh, Hellraiser. There's hooks coming as well on yeah, the back. The best bit, yeah. Oh, there's the, more. Seen the inside? No, no. Oh, so I'll show it to the camera first. Don't know if you're gonna pick it up. Hopefully you can. Have a, have a little, uh, have a little gag in there, mate. Oh my god, it's the flesh. Yeah. So it's just all like all red all the way through. All oh. the way through. Such, such a nice. Oh effect. mate, that's some proper, proper. Sorry, some proper um, time taken in that, mm. isn't it? Look at that. So good. It's one of my favourite images, to be honest with you. Look at really that. Is. I hope that picture, the picture does justice on there. That's amazing. I'm sure we can throw a, a, a picture. Oh, we'll get a little store up, yeah. Oh! That, that's amazing. Fair play. Really lovely, 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 lovely. So, a couple of other little things that you get in there. You get this little uh, inside sheet with notes from Clive Barker. Mm -hmm. And, I love this. <laughs> A little oh. fold up yourself, little lament configuration, which I'd like to say I've never folded it up, but I, I, unfortunately I often have had a little play with it. Yeah. Because um, why wouldn't you? That's, did you? Did you know that was in it? I knew it was in it from just from research. Oh, right, when you were researching. Before, no, like before you bought it, sort of thing. No. no, no, no. Oh, And mate. then I, I thought it was like, oh my god, and then no, every person has it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Death Waltz done three pressings of this. Um, they done, or four pressings if you if you take into account the test press. Yeah. They've done a normal black retail version, which I've got. I'll show you in a minute because everyone thinks like black vinyls shit, but it's so not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they done a really limited one. Yeah. Of um, let me look at my notes. It was a clear black smoke and gold um, for the Prince Charles Theatre. It was the 30th oh, right. anniversary, and he's on like this big 30 millimeter print of it. Right. Limited to 500. Mm, that's gonna go like hotcakes. Was it? Was that, it? Was that available? Just at, it was just a, it was a screen and thing. So it was only there. So you it could buy it. There. Wasn't even online. No. It was oh, just there. Hell to get that. I can the, imagine. He's on a screen in, in London, and he's on a screen in LA. And that was it. And that was it. They probably so had I half don't, half I, half, I, well, I don't know if it was five hundred each or two fifty each. Or two fifty each one. Yeah. Ooh. Even so, it's yeah. no one's got it. No. Well, <laughs> if they do, people have got it. Yeah. And they also done a, another version which was like a golden brown swirl. That's the one I've thing. seen yeah. Out, yeah. Out, yeah. out and about. So that was limited as well to two thousand copies. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. But, but still, 
hotcakes, mate. Yeah. Went yeah. straight out. So I had to get the normal bog standard retail black version. But there's a reason why you prefer this, isn't yeah, there? You've there told is. me this before now. This so, is amazing. Normal black version. Not the special there. Really nice, nice. little little inlay. Little I can see why you like the black now. So that's why I like the black. So you've got that little little centre bit with the lament configuration on it. And it just works so much better, I think, than, than all the other ones, don't you think? It sticks out like anything. Because when you've got that on your turntable, and it's just spinning. It's spinning. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've got a little tracking light on the side of your turntable. No, I don't know. I don't. And it just bounces off that, and it just looks amazing, man. Right. And I don't think, I mean, it, it sounds like I'm sour grapes, but I'm really not. I don't think it's had that same effect if it was like the colour vinyl spinning ones. around, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But, but it just pops now, that, that, yeah, that, exactly. that blue just pops yeah. out. Oh, it's just lovely. If, um, Light to dark as well. Ooh, we get nerdy, we start rubbing our legs. If you've not picked it up, highly recommend it. It's, it's, it, it's an amazing score, mm. it really is. Back to the soundtrack, originally it was not meant to be done by Christopher Young. All right. It was meant to be done by a band called Coil. Mm. Yeah, mate, Coil. I heard the name. Fucked up band. Oh, are they? Oh, mate, completely right on my street. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was an um, 80s industrial band. Right. So it was all like that fucking... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like, not, not like pitch after industrial. No, like, no, no, um, no, no. Like Throb and Gristle. All right, stuff, yeah. Like really yeah. fucking weird shit. Yeah, yeah. So Clyde Barker loved them, obviously. Yeah. Um... They'd scored all this movie, they'd done it. Alright. And New Line were just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh nope. what a blow. Nope, not happening. No. Um, if you check it out on YouTube though, you can get it on YouTube and some absolute genius has cut all the coil songs into Hellraiser. And you, you, really? you can watch it with the original soundtrack. On YouTube? Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah, it may have been top down now, but I watched it on YouTube. We'll have a look for it, if, if we can find yeah, it. Yeah, we'll throw a link in. Yeah. Um, I think it works perfectly. Yeah, like, I'd like you know to see that version Because you've got, you know, like the original like theme for the um, the puzzle box. Yeah, yeah. All coil. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So I think what they've done is they've, they've just they've got... taken snippets there, do you? Don't tell New Line, use this bit of music. Yeah, yeah. And they've, they've just gone south. Yeah, but yeah. really works. It's, it, it makes all that like leather SM stuff. Yeah. Really, really work. Really work. A yeah, lot yeah. better. Not so much for like the like all the waltzy stuff that um Christopher Young puts in for yeah. like the love scenes and what have you. Mm -hmm. Love scenes. Yeah, kinda. Um but yeah, it, it, it the, the coil soundtrack. Really, really good. Wow. I'd like to hunt it down. See you can get it on like CDRs and all bootleg and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It did say when I read read about it it was quite rare. I, I would like to, 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 so, to, to get hold of that. Try and get it. Mm. Watching it last night for the first time in about twenty years, I remember it better than I thought I would. And I I I'm go back and start again. Yeah. Okay. Right, I'd I'd seen it um as a kid, loads. I'd left it a good ten years and watched it. And watched it again and thought, I don't know why I like this. And I actually didn't watch it for about twenty years and thought, nah. It's yeah, not, I can see that. It's not for me. No, I completely see it. Until last night, watching it again with older eyes, I'm like, it is bloody good. Oh, oh my god. You know that's oh, amazing. Man. Yeah. So, uh, even the story of it, the story of it is just like, it's it's not a horror, it, obviously it is a horror yeah. movie, but it's not a horror movie story, it's kind of like, it's one of them stories that's like, it's about 
unrequited love. Yeah. It's basically about Julia having an affair. And getting and it, just getting having it back that, that amount of like hearty. Yeah, yeah. And then having the chance to bring her lover back. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. By doing the most cruelest things ever. Exactly. And you, you know? know that Frank, who was Julia's lover, mm. is a fucking nutter anyway. Oh, ah, yeah. Because he, he was the one that obviously started it all off and he, he, he's he gone to, I think in the book, it was in Asia or something, he went to and, and got the puzzle box. Yeah, yeah. But the puzzle box, you don't really hear about it in the movie. Well, you do, but you don't. It was opening the doors and everyone thinks like, oh, it opens the door and the cenobites come through and the cenobites kill you. It wasn't. It was all about... Um, like high, higher levels of pleasure. Yeah, because we'll, we'll show you pleasure and pain. Yeah, exactly. That's what they say, don't they? I don't know, it was back to Clive Barker. Being mm. like, he got the idea from it by visiting um, all the S&M nightclubs in like New York. And, ah, right. And, and like Amsterdam and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he used to visit all these things and it's that idea of how much pain can turn into pleasure. Right, yeah, you're like hanging and from the ceiling and hooks yeah. and all that so stuff. So he's got this idea that these like S&M demons yeah. that come about and just do the most horrific. horrific. Well, they pull them apart, don't they? Because yeah, well, exactly. they're putting them together at the yeah, beginning, yeah. aren't they? They're putting his face back together. But um, all that like pulling them apart, and, like hooks and stuff like that, mm. he got he got one of the main ideas for the Cenobites was he got from um, like all the freaky S&M magazines he used to get in oh, the 90s. Yeah. Like all the tribal art and stuff. Yeah. And um, he's seen this picture of uh, this guy with his um, widgie. <laughs> all right. Uh, a, I think it was called a bi bifold penis or something like that. It's basically, he sliced this guy's cock in half. And he's seen that, and, oh. he was, and it just blew his mind. And he was like, "Why would some, why would somebody want to do that to get pleasure?" Oh, and it, it just he he just put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. And just went with it. Went with it. Oh, brilliant. Now. Why well, realizing it again after watching it for, after the for whatever watching it again now is like this Cenobites hardly in it. No, it's they, I'm surprised you see them at the very beginning. I was like, whoa, they're, they're revealing them yeah. at the very beginning yeah, yeah. here, but then they're gone for forty minutes at least. Yeah. Well, I think they're longer. I, I think the the total screen time for the Cenobites is about nine minutes, ten. Minutes. Oh, is it for all of them together in the whole movie? Oh shit. Because it's basically Frank, like you say, Frank and Julia, isn't it? Yeah. It's that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's the story of like bringing Frank back to life mm. and more idea. And the, the Cenobites are only in it just to bring him to back. Bring, because yeah, because they, they escape, you know, we you know, want to hear it from his voice, his words and all that. Brilliant, brilliant. So, score. Score. 14 tracks on this score. Um, I'm not going to go through the tracks as such. Um, but, 14 tracks. Mm. Every one of them. A belter. Unbelievable. Really, really weird for the 1987 score. I, I'm watching it last night. I list, obviously listening out for it, and I was like, this score's really good. Yeah. It's so different. It, but there's a couple, there's a scene where she's walking towards the house, and the score's quite eerie. Mm. But it's not an eerie scene. No. But it works. But it, everything just yeah. makes it really ominous yeah, yeah. type thing. Um, really bombastic score. Mm. From 1987, 1987, yeah. you'd, you'd imagine it being all synth. Yeah, exactly, like yeah. Full orchestra. Orchestra style, Absolutely isn't it? Yeah. glorious, man. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. So, like I say, 14 tracks. Um, do you want to go to faves? Yeah, let us know your faves yeah. are, yeah, yeah. So, my faves are three of them again, because that's the, that, that's the that's new what, thing. That's what we're doing. Um, so, obviously, the opening theme. Yes. The opening theme. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Absolutely brilliant one. Yeah. So melancholic. 
Yeah, yeah. It's really sad when you listen to it. It's really bombastic, but yeah. it's dead sad. Mm. And it's, it, it is exactly what you'd imagine this to be like. Yeah. Because it's all these people that have gone like, right, I want to find this like ultimate pleasure in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it turns out. It's the worst thing ever. That you're going to get fish hooks up your nose and in <laughs> <your eyes. laughs> and, and in other orifices <laughs> that you don't want it. And it's, it, 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 it's, it's a masterpiece, man. It's a masterpiece score. It's one of my favourite scores yeah. out of everything that we've ever spoke about. Wow. This is one of my favourite I go so far as saying this is one of my favourite pieces of music, to wow. be honest with you. It's one of the things, oh, what's we'll, we'll work? I'll be like, oh, I'll just go, just stick around, just walk to work. Oh, it's so good, man, especially when it's cold. Yeah, yeah, a bit windy and stuff. Brilliant. It's just got a just this intensity going through it, and it's it's very very religious. Mm. I find I don't yeah. know why it, it makes me feel like that, but it's got this religious vibe going through. It's just dead grandiose. Yeah, oh, it's brilliant. So this theme is basically it's in the opening credits. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not really used anywhere else, but it sets the mood of the whole. The whole, film, the whole thing, it? so it's, yeah. it's essentially just like a ghost story, if you will, this thing in the attic, mm. unrequited love, which you want to decide, and these like receptive celebrants, yeah, yeah, or demons, if you, if you want to call mm-hmm. them. Absolutely brilliant. Um, check it out, or have a listen to it on YouTube. It's spot Second favourite, yes, is called Lament or Lament Configuration. I think, let me, yeah, it's called Lament Configuration, it's mm-hmm. track four. Um, and it's the same with Frank. All right. At the very beginning, when he's opening it up, sat in the candles. Yeah. He's got the box, and it's 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 doing the old finger, the thumbs over the circle, isn't it? And then the piece comes up. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, starts off with this big tolling bell, and it's just going boom. Yeah. Boom. And you know these like chains rattling. Yeah. And, and you know what's coming. And the lights come, don't they? The lights yeah. come up. And you, you know what's coming. Just, yeah, yeah. just from the soundtrack alone, you know that some shit's going to be going down here. Yeah, and yeah. you've already seen them at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You know what That's I mean? what I mean. They were the first thing. Yeah, yeah. So you've seen all them like spinning torture pillars. Mm-hmm. And you've seen all the chains and stuff. Yeah. And, it, and the lights and all oh, that. Yeah, it's yeah. just not good. And it, 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 so you've got all these chains going and then you get these big crescendos coming over it mm. and it's just, but everything's going like down you know what I mean it's like these big descents and it's, it's kind of like a descent into, into hell or into pain or torture yeah, or yeah, yeah. whichever way you want to look at it like you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, then it goes into like this little fantasy piece Right. now obviously this is just my take on it but it's it's all like it's all fragile and like just little tinkling yeah. and stuff like that Yeah. and I think Christopher Young's and this is just completely me, has gone into this is the pleasure part of, right. of what the fuck's going on. This is what you could, this is where you could go with it. Well, this, this this is, you are now hooked, you are now, like, you should be experiencing their version of yeah. pleasure. Mm. But in reality, you're like, oh it's my God. just in agony, because it just comes right back in with all these chains clanking. There's a hook and in me gooch. When, when, <laughs> It's a fucking It just comes right the way back in with and if you listen to it really, really close, if you stick headphones on or you crank it right up. Yeah. It's kinda of like a Gregorian chanting going on behind it. But it's mm. it really is behind it. Alright. You just heard this like Excuse me. Not not not, not 
fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Talk about pain and pleasure. Jesus Christ almighty. <laughs> Woo! Um, over this Gregorian chanting, you get this, like, really echoey whistling coming mm. over it, and it's almost mundane. Now, the scene in the film yeah. is where the Cenobites start coming in, yeah, and yeah. you've got this really mundane whistling going on, and it's like, it's a fucking day job for them. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's coming in, I'm doing this job, mm. and it's like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's creepy as fuck, man. And then you get all this, like, really, like, bone popping sound behind it oh, right. it's just like going wow. but it's still got all oh. this chime and bell go over it yeah yeah oh it's really really good and it, it it's really working because he, he's playing with the box mm -hmm. all the way through it and it oh, so good oh I love it I, I love this soundtrack mate it's, really it's, it, it's absolutely fantastic so the last, last one of my favourite is the Cenobites. Okay. And it's kind of like, it, it's not one scene in the movie. It's okay. Basi it's basically the, it's every time the Cenobites kind of turn up past Yeah, bit. past two, yeah. Um, so the main scene that it's in is when Kirsty's in the hospital. Yeah. You know, when she's got the box and she's like out the house and she's got the box and That's she's it. in and the doctor comes in and goes, what? Yeah, so weird. Don't don't say why you're there. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's concussed. She's been knocked out by. I can't even remember what she was knocked out by. What was she knocked out by? She didn't. She just started walking and she just sort of, oh, sort she of just, fell. She just, she, just, she, just, she just fainted, didn't she? Yeah, she just sort of like sat down and like, hey, are you alright? And then the next minute she's there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That guy looked like a thingy out of Public Enemy. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> New York Apple. <laughs> Flavor Flav. Um, so it's in the hospital. Um, mm. Every opens, it, opens it up, doesn't it? Opens her up. Tiles all go black. That's it. Um, this is after the scene with the engineer when yeah. she's running through and more of it. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favourite bits in it, and it, it's completely Clyde Barker just being art house. Yeah. It's that scene on the telly with the with, with the, the rose, the, red, oh, the, the flowers going, going up and down. <laughs> yeah. And then and it makes a point so she looks at it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then the IV drip. With yeah. all the blood going backwards. That's it. And then it pops on the wall. And then the Cenobites appear. Yeah. Fucking chat and it just walks over, just two fingers in a gob and just wobs her up yeah. against the wall. Yeah, I thought that's oh, quite, quite brutal, that, because you can't do much with anybody's fingers in your mouth, can you? Like, uh, uh. It's, oh, it's just so good. Yeah, and yeah. this is where all the lines, every single line from Hellraiser is from this hospital scene. Right. So it's like, um, demons to some, angels to others. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got um, my favourite. No tears. It's a waste of good suffering. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, that's Fucking right. Fucking good. And then we'll tear your soul apart. At the very it's end. Then it goes white, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just like this big bleach white. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But Cenobite's theme is the same. It's obviously all the chains. Mm. You've got that musical box yeah. theme going over. But it's not the same musical box that they use for the opener of the box. You know, they've been. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. They've just put another one. I put a different it. one over yeah. it. Right, right. So you still got that big church bell tolling sounds mm. going over it, um, and it's it, it, it's like it's calling in the Cenobites because of the, the religious order essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got all these descending all orchestral rings, and it's just going, yeah, yeah. The way down, it's so good, man. Um, but you've got this dripping that's going on behind it, and it sounds like like wet footsteps. Right. You know what I mean? so yeah, you yeah. Imagine what the Cenobites are doing. That's why all the footsteps are wet. Ah, right, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Oh, brilliant. 
But there's this like long, um, long drone behind it, and it sounds like you know, like when when thunder starts and you can't quite hear it, but you just got that. You got that, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just going that. Um, it's just per it's just perfect, man. It just perfectly encapsulates what's going on in the movie. It's just got that these cenobites are coming. Yeah. And this is their sound. Mm. And every time they come after the original scene, you've got a part of this theme going through. Right, it. plays. I want to play the funeral, mate. That, 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 that's what I want. It's so good. It's so, so good. That's deep. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. But that's just three of them, honestly. 14 tracks on this, every one of them is a belter. There's not a one on it that's not. I mean, I'd, I'd love to go deep on it, but it gets boring when we go on for, yeah, for ages yeah, and what have you. Buy it. It's one of them scores you could probably, you know, you get a score to a movie and you're like, I like the movie. I don't know if I'd listen to the score. It's one you can go, no, I'll put this on and I can I, listen to it throughout. You I'd, know what I mean? I'd listen to this the same way I'd listen to Electric Wizard. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. It's, it's just one of them. I just put it on as, yeah, yeah. as I don't want to listen to a score. I just want to listen to music. I, I'm I'm getting what you mean now. This to you is my Alien Three. Yeah, to Com me completely. Just play it no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love it no so matter good. what. It's dark. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's so dark. Mm. Ooh, it's moody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Brilliant. How'd you rate it? Um, I'd give it a four. Yeah. Just just because four and a half. <laughs> Am I allowed to do half? You know what I mean? Okay, I'm going to do four and a half because, um, like I say, loved it as a kid, watched it again, didn't like it, didn't watch it for years, watched it again last night. Yeah, this is this is how I remember it, if you know what I mean. The only reason I'm going to do a 4.5 is there's a couple of little things that annoy me, and I, I shouldn't be picky about mm -hmm. it, but when Frank finally gets hold of his brother's skin, it's... It's his brother's voice. It's his brother's you know voice. I mean? And Kirsty doesn't fucking get onto the fact that he's got a perfect hairline of dripping shit. Yeah, and the back of his and head's it, a mess. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's like, that's meant to be your dad. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, what's going on with your hair, dad? Have you yeah, got yeah. hair transplants or something? <laughs> <laughs> why, why have you got shit coming up your head? Yeah, yeah. What's that? But the, the whole voice thing was a bit like, yeah. Yeah, Frank and, and, and Frank wasn't didn't. Frank should have should have spoke like Frank. Yeah. They, they dubbed the the actor who played the Frank mm. it wasn't the wasn't no, the actual no, no, Frank. No, no. So why didn't they do that? But then again she'd be like, Whoa, you're What's not, going on with you're your You're not me dad. <laughs> you're not me dad's too yeah. Took him bloody long enough. Mm. You know, I had to yeah, put that his misery. Yeah. What? I need to go see him. No, you don't. You know anyway. Yeah. Um so just for little little things like that and the fact that she Hides from from the from Frank in a dad's skin in that room, and the body falls out, and all the the maggots go uh, all over, and she's like, which is pretty good, you know. Yeah, I I I would physically shit. Yeah, yourself. you'd shit yourself. Wouldn't you? And she kept it calm, but then she walks out of the out of that room, stands in the hallway, and goes <laughs> dead loud. She gives herself away. So then completely. Frank turns up, and she goes. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't think you were there. Fuck. <laughs> that that was like hang on a minute. Final girl though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But apart from that, yeah, that's my four four out of four. Four and a half out of five. Score I'll give it a five because you love it so much. You know what I mean? 
I don't I don't know it as well as you do. Right. But I give it a five because you love it that much. I'm just gonna say I've got a tattoos on me. Yeah, yeah. And it's my favourite music of all time. I, I if we'll give it more than five, I would <laughs> fucking give it more than five. What about the movie then? It's, 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 it's emblazoned on me, yeah. man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I, can, I can't give Fine. it anymore. Yeah. It's, and it's not... All right. So it's not just the movie. It's no. the imagery. It's the... Iconicness of it. Yeah. It's, yeah, the, yeah. it's, the, it's, yeah. it's everything about it, man. It's the theology of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's what Clive Barker's put into it and the backstory of all these priests of hell and... It's everything that goes with it. It's yeah. not just the movie. It's the it's it's the mythos yeah. of it. It's just so fucking good. Iconically, just the, yeah. the imagery in it, man. It, mm. it was never. It's nothing like this has ever been done before. No. And unfortunately, they've done it lots since in the in the, the sequels. But woo, yeah. Let's not go there. Nineteen eighty-seven. This was fucking mind blown yeah yeah yeah. nobody had ever seen anything like this before that's right five out of five man yeah every time Worth, worthwhile worthwhile get ya get ya Hellraiser genius and if you haven't got it get the book yeah the book's so so good gives you all the backstory of everything and if you like that Get the Scarlet Gospels because that gives you the um, end of uh, the lead Cenobite. Shall oh, say. right. Yeah, because he's not down, not down as Pinhead. No, Clyde Barker was never happy with that, was he? No, no. no. Well, there you go. Hellraiser. Ooh. Episode 6 in the bag. Episode right. 7. Episode 7. We are going to be doing one of my personal favourites, Shaun of the Dead. Anyway, that's, cool. that's coming anyway. <laughs> so, if you like what you've seen, please subscribe. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more horror, a lot more soundtracks coming up. So, yeah, if you like what you see, subscribe. Thanks to all the new subscribers, by the yeah, way, man. on our Mondo Wax page. Not our one Mondo Wax page, <laughs> but, but the, the fellas we fought, you know. On the community. The community. It's, it feels like a, like, like it's everyone's. Well, it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, thanks to all the new subscribers. Uh, we're on all social medias. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you'll find us. The links are down below. Um, stay sick. Sick. Hellraiser. Yeah!